This is the Way to Go podcast, and we are about faith, family, and daily life. We're about taking God's word, breaking it down, making it practical to everyday living. Now, if you want to watch the show, you can actually go to Eagleville Bible Church. Just go to YouTube, type in Eagleville Bible Church. You will find it on the Way to Go playlist. But again, faith, family, and daily life. This is what we're all about. Welcome to the Way to Go podcast, Bill McMinn along with Eric Barfell, and we are going to talk about carrying the load of other people, so bearing burdens, but there's other things in the verse. Actually, I was reading this, Eric, after I told you, yeah, I want to do whatever. No, I, I send you a text and I say, nearing burdens. You write back and you go, <laughs> like, I don't know what that <laughs> you're is. You're like, what is this, Paul? Like, oh, I bet, sorry, bearing burdens or nearing, <laughs> whatever it is. But anyway, it came from Galatians uh, Six too, but then I was reading the whole passage. I'm like, well, it's all right. You know, we can talk about all this, but it says, brothers and sisters, if someone is caught in a sin, you who live by the Spirit should restore the person gently. But watch yourselves, or you may also be tempted. Carry each other's burdens, and this way you will fulfill the law of Christ. If anyone thinks there's something when they're not, they deceive themselves. Each one should test their own actions. Then they can take pride in themselves alone without comparing themselves to someone else. Each one should carry their own load. So it's a good passage. I mean, starting out with just gentleness dealing with problems. You know, if somebody's caught in a sin, you are spiritual, go ahead and restore them. Yeah. So somebody's caught up. It's almost like something suddenly sprang up. They kind of got entangled with it. They trespass. You know, clearly, you know, they take took a step away from the path of where they should be, then you are spiritual restoring. It would be Give like... in. Moment of weakness. Yeah. Setting a bone. You know, so do it gently. You know, it's like you're setting their bone that's broken. You're trying to help them. And that's a good thing. So what do you think about that? Yeah, Bruce? I like it how it specifies you who live by the Spirit. And it's not... Right. You know, I was researching in my uh, uh, ESV study Bible, right. looking at, you know, the, the commentations there, the commentary there. And it's not like this uh, elite level of Christians have to, like, step in. But it's like... Those of you who are living by the Spirit, who are walking by the Spirit, uh, in Galatians 5, just a few verses prior, lists out the fruit of the Spirit. Those who are bearing the fruit of the Spirit should be the ones who have that more spiritual maturity, spiritual experience even, be the ones. Right. I, you, know, I, I, you know, in my context of, of talking to youth often, it's like when you go to someone for advice, your friend is probably a terrible option right they're not any further down the path than you right are they even walking with the lord let's start there so and those are two big things you want someone who is a first and foremost walking with the lord to right. get you know seek counsel from and b who is further down the path from you right so your best friend who's in the same boat as you not a good option to go right. you know what i'm saying well, well i love how he says too in the verse it's like lest you be tempted. In other words, you should be walking with God. Watch yourselves or you may be tempted. In other words, hey, let me get you out of the hole. Next thing you know, hey, that hole looks pretty good. I think I'll dive in. So exactly. You're in the same boat they're in because you're you're the one trying to help them. You're not really prepared spiritually to help them. Right. So whether they have addiction problem or they have a drunkenness problem or whatever it is, the next thing you know, you're tempted to be doing the same thing they were doing. Well, dude, I'm I'm in the hole with you. Like, I can't get my... <laughs> you think I can get you out? I'm here too. Right, right. It, no, that that's exactly what it's saying. It's like... Uh, you know, I, I heard the analogy of, you know, when someone falls through ice into a frozen river, the worst thing you can do is jump in there with them to try to save right. them. No, no. You have to be on solid ground right. to be able to reach out and to um, lend any sort of helping that, that's hand. That's good advice. Because when there's two people, because uh, if there's one person and some you just jump right in, right. 
Now we have two people drowning. Yeah, there were three. I forget if they were Instagrammers or YouTubers. Same thing happened. I thought about it many times. Actually, the girl fell in at the top of a falls, like off a ledge, mm. cliff, whatever it was, into a river that was going that way. The two guys that were always with her mm. doing videos, jumped in the saver. They all went over. Yep. There's no, they, they would yep. have been better off to just stay where they were because there was nothing that you could have done no matter what. I mean, I appreciate the bravery and all that, but right. they're right. Uh, everyone's dead. So yeah, I think that's a great analogy. Actually, you know, you got to make sure that you're on solid ground. So you're not getting pulled into it as well. And I think that we shouldn't be overconfident either. You know, we should make sure that we have our stuff together and not thinking that we're above getting involved in the same yeah. thing. So you think about the addictions crowd, celebrate recovery. Sometimes like those people, they're not really the ones to go into let's say the bar or to the drug house and pull you out because they, they might be struggling with the same, same temptation. You know, like mm -hmm. I've heard of these people, Oh, I can't go to this place. I can't uh, hang with this group. I can't because they realize, you know, how tempting that could be for them. So you don't right. want to put yourself in a bad situation right. trying to pull somebody out. Yeah. My parents always told me you don't have to go into a sewer to know that it stinks. Right. I mean, there's a lot of truth to it. You don't have to be in the full blown situation that anyone else is to know it's, it's a struggle for them. Right. And uh, we were just talking about um, the very same kind of thing in youth group these last few weeks, talking about temptation, talking about desires. What tempts you is going to be very different than what tempts me. But don't think for a second that, you know, your exposure to it might not uh, then right. tempt you as well. So oh. it's like, yeah, you, you could end up in the same pit that joe schmo just fell into right don't think don't don't think too highly of yourselves because i like it how the passage says it because you um you deceive yourself right when that happens no one else is deceiving you right you're deceiving you're yourself deceiving because yourself. you thought too highly of yourself that you wouldn't oh i'm not going to give into that right. great uh, attitude no, I think you but, have to uh, have some boundaries right and you have to be careful but actually sarah thompson was talking to me uh, last night she goes, Oh, Eric did such a great job in yeah. youth last week. And he was, awesome. you know, explaining this and how, look how this is changing. I guess the website or whatever, look how much this is oh, changing. Yeah. Right. Right. The word of God is not changing. What do you want to build your life on something that the ideas mm -hmm. are fluid and always changing or something that's solid and steady. And right. yeah, she goes, Oh, such a great analogy. I love that. So I was kind of cool actually hearing her, uh, speak highly of you last night, you know, you're yeah. so, so awesome. Thank you mentioned you. that. I, yeah, I thought I passed along, but so we're dealing with it. I think when you deal with problems that people have too, and they're caught up in a spiritual thing, you should be gentle about it. Like, I don't think you should come in, you know, barking at them about it or being nasty or like you got it all together. I told you so. Yeah. <laughs> that's all. You don't need to hear that. One phrase that's not going to help anyone. Right. I told you so. I told you so. But that's a tempting one to say at times. Oh, yeah. You know, especially if you're dealing with your kids and whatnot, and you told them not to do it. They didn't. It was like, I told you that was going to happen. You know, so. Yeah. Next oh, yeah. Because you, what you want them to hear is, hey, how about next time you just listen to me? Because this is exactly mm -hmm. what I told you was going to happen in the first place. So right. if you would have just listened, you could have avoided a lot of pain oh, yeah. and error. Yeah. But, yeah, usually it's not, not a helpful thing. But I think you just have to be gentle and humble you're just helping somebody, right? You know, you're, you're just there realizing, hey, you're not perfect. You don't have, you've done things too. You know, we all know that. We're just trying to help them on the path because if you set that bone, spiritually speaking, mm -hmm. and get them healed up and on the right path, man, they're going to thank you for it uh, down yeah, the road. And right. that's like it says in James, I think chapter five, you know, you if you save a sinner from the error of their ways, mm -hmm. Man, that's that's a blessing to be able to be in that role. But yeah. then he says, you know, to carry burdens in verse two, which is really the reason I wanted to talk about this. Carry each other's burdens in this way you fulfill the law of Christ. And mm -hmm. it just reminds you, I mean, people are burdened. We were talking in another podcast with Sherry uh, 
you know, be now when we're doing a few weeks back, but you know, just about Marion, just the burdens that she had mm-hmm. and, and the things that went on in her life and that life's not perfect. You know, here's the mother of Jesus Christ and there were still financial struggles. She lost her husband, lost her son, uh, had to have a baby in a stable. You know, there were, there were a lot of issues. And sometimes I think that it's good for us to remember, you know, people do hurt and sometimes we have a chance to like carry that. And that means like when it says carry their burden, like, I mean, you're really putting a shoulder in there, right? Like you're really helping them to carry some weight uh, through that. So yeah. what, what, what do you think about that? Yeah, no, absolutely. And I mean, sometimes burdens is not always falling into sin and temptation, but right. sometimes it's just something that like weighs heavily on your mind. Um, sometimes it's something you can do stuff about. Other times it's not like the, you know, this Nashville school shooting, like it's right. been, it's been heavy on my mind. There's not really anything I can do really, right. but I mean, it weighs on me. I, right. th- I mean, I can't help but not think about it. Right. Uh, that burdens me. But what can I do about it? I mean, I just take it to the Lord in prayer, honestly. Right. Lay down my burdens at the right. foot of the cross, right? As, as we're told to do. Um, no, and I always think about uh, Lord of the Rings. Frodo has the burden to bring this ring and throw it in the volcano. Right. And then he, Sam is with him to carry to you know, help him out. But Frodo, like, doesn't lead he doesn't tell him much he he just carries all himself right and then he the one scene uh, he he's too weak he's falling down he's like i can't carry your burden but i can carry you and he puts him on his shoulder right. he starts walking up and it's like this heroic epic scene of like that's exactly what it's like though right i don't know what it's like you know as far as samwise gamgee the little hobbit i i don't know what it's like to carry the ring and and the temptation that you're going through on a daily basis but i'm here with you to carry your burden and to right. carry. And when, when I can't carry your burden, I'll carry you. And that's, I think that's like the perfect scene that parallels with the gospel because that's exactly what Jesus did. Right. Took on sin for us when right. he had no sin of his own and he paid the price for us. Yeah. I think there are a lot of ways to do that. You know, I think of sometimes like if somebody has been in the hospital or, and then they come out of the hospital and they can't really, mm-hmm make dinner and mm-hmm. then the church is making yeah. meals Still for them to recovery. help carry yeah. the burden or the bereavement team that'll make a meal for somebody who's gone through loss. And the last yeah, thing they need absolutely. to be thinking about is food at that time mm-hmm. and having to worry about how are they going to feed all the people that come to services? Well, you don't have to worry about that, you know, because we're going to cover that yeah. and we've got that. And we have a whole team of people. And to me, well, that's a burden. I mean, that's something heavy that you're legit helping them to do. Well, sometimes it's nice if somebody was wearing down, let's say if you were painting a house and somebody came over and helped you just finish up, you know, it was just hard. Like uh, Mark came over and helped me finish the last two feet of my footer. Mm-hmm. Well, 60 foot of footer, three feet deep, hand shoveling it. Yeah, it was right. nice at the tail end. Oh, to have absolutely. someone come in and just help carry it a little mm-hmm. bit and mm-hmm. be there. Or if Ben helped me on a day, uh, you know, and we covered 10 or 15 feet of it and he's just helping out or my son, Luke or whoever could come and just help you a little bit. I mean, just kind of putting a hand right. to the task Oh yeah, to help, lighten that load. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. I mean, it's a, it's a huge blessing. So, I mean, sometimes that might be financial. Sometimes it might be emotional. Mm-hmm. I think in our world today where, man, it seems like there's a lot of emotion probably always has been, but you know, a lot of, you know, whether you're talking about anxiety, mm-hmm. you're talking about people feeling you, you hear words like anxiety a lot. You hear words like I'm overwhelmed mm-hmm. and just carrying that. And sometimes it's just knowing somebody knowing you're there for them, you know, that you're just as, how are you doing? You know, what's going on praying for you? Oh yeah. All that mm-hmm. stuff. It, it just helps to alleviate that burden a little bit. And I know they slam those terms, you know, thoughts and prayers, 
Yeah, well, that's, you know, easy for you to say when you're outside that you don't appreciate the thoughts and prayers or what good are thoughts and prayers. But to the people that are in it and going through the tragedy to know that people are praying for them, Mm -hmm. that people care, it is meaningful. Yeah, I think one of the most powerful things is when people pray for you, like, on the spot. Especially, you probably all have had conversations where someone's kind of venting to you, definitely unloading their burden on you. It's like... Yeah, I could walk away and say, yeah, I'll be praying for you. You know, right. that that's nice and all, but like, let's pray right now. Right. To me means infinitely more. Right. Because I saw you do it. Right. I was with in it. I see you carry the burden with me. Right. Versus oh, hey, thanks. Yeah, we'll see you. Right. Cuz no, that's what I, 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 think I that's what I saw was you walk away. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, well, some people aren't comfortable just to That's okay. pray openly, you know. That's so. okay. It could be that, but I appreciate you, you feel that way. But some of the situations we're talking about, like you're not even close to them. It's like mm-hmm. maybe a brother or something is going through something on miles away from them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you're just trying to encourage them. You message them or call them or yeah. something like that. Cause you can't actually be there. No, with I understand them. when there's distance, praying with them. Sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I heard like praying with somebody out loud physically, whether on the phone or mm-hmm. whatever would be something that would be good to do. Right. Yeah. I, oh, 100%. Right. 100%. I mean, because that's what John 16, 34 says, and that's the whole principle of love your neighbor. Right. Be there for him. Right. Love your neighbor as yourself. Right. And sometimes it means more than just say it like you show up at their house. Exa- yeah. And yeah. Sometimes two people, it's like, it's not a matter. It's like, well, no, I wasn't waiting for you to ask me. I'm just coming over because I know you need a hand. Right. You know, and I'll, right. I'll give you a hand with that. And sometimes that's nice too. You know, people just come, no, I'll come help you with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just show up and stuff. Yeah. I appreciate it, man. I I appreciate it. Any time that anyone's helped me, I think of coming up, well, it won't be coming up now, but when we, when we have our different events and people help with it, whether it's set Mm -hmm. up for the church picnic or it's a big event that we have, it's clean up for the event and people just help carry that load. I mean, that's such a huge, big deal. You know, I'm going to carry the load. Mm -hmm. I'm going to help you move a chair. So you're not on it all yourself. I'm always yeah. amazed, to be honest, at the end of second service, how fast all those chairs get put away. Right. Mainly because I grew up, my dad's been a pastor a long, long time, grew up in church. Man, I, I've stacked so many folding chairs. I I could build a tower of them to heaven probably right. at this point, you know. So, <laughs> But to see that many people take 10, 12 chairs, which isn't really that much, like two trips to the wall, and it's done right. like real quick. Right. I remember the days it was like me and my brother and be like, man, this is going to take eternity to right. take all these stupid chairs down. Right. But to see everyone like grab five or six chairs, take it to the wall. It goes, it goes so fast. Right. I'm like, I'm actually really appreciative of Many that. Many hands. Right. Oh, absolutely. Many hands. It does make light work. It lightens the load for sure. So I like that part of it. And I think, I guess I've been thinking about it because you, you know, whether it's parents or you hear of, you know, this person's having a pacemaker put in, this person's having a test, this person's having mm-hmm. a procedure, this person. It's like, okay, you know, do we check in? Do we just stop and say, hey, listen, I want you to know I'm going to write you, you know, personally, not just like a group text, but just then right. write you individually. Hey, how are you doing? How yeah. are you feeling today? Just trying to be mindful of those kind of things. Just yeah. to check in. Oh, hey, I know you're going to school mm-hmm. to be in ministry. How's that going anyway? Like, what's that, what's going on? I just want to check in. I think those things are good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Barb, who's doing our uh, 
producing the show, she does a lot of coffee time. So she likes to have her coffee time with people. So that's probably their time where they bear burdens. There's probably coffee and burdens, right? <laughs> She's shaking her head. Yeah, was like coffee and burdens. But, you know, but if you do get together with people and spend time with people talking to them, it is a way to help, you know, if somebody needs a vent, somebody needs to unload, to just know that, okay, that felt good just to get that off my chest. Sometimes that's all I needed to keep going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. All absolutely. I needed was to say it, get it off my chest, sometimes hear how stupid it sounded as I said it, and then realize, okay. Wait, so the going. other side of that is just listen, just hear people out right. and like hear their burden. Sometimes, yeah, it's pretty annoying. Like don't offer a solution because like you're saying, you're not looking for a solution. What feels best is just someone knows about it. Right. I can tell this to somebody. Right. And there'd be no judgment. There'd be no, well, what you should do is what I would. I'm not looking for that. I, I Personally, I don't care what you would do right now in this situation. Right. I just want... I just want to complain, to right. be honest. Right. So just the fact that someone lends a listening ear right. for a minute and just says, okay. But okay. sometimes people are in, you know they're in a maze and you see the way out because you're looking at it from above. It would seem unfair if you didn't say, hey, you know, if you go right here, mm-hmm. you'd be out because they're in persistent pain. And when a person's in persistent pain and they're constantly doing something where they trip themselves up, I think it's good to hear, you know, hey, you're, you keep tripping because your shoe's untied. Right. If you just tie your, well, I don't want you to tell me to tie your shoes. Yeah, but that's what's tripping you up. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. sometimes it's it's a hard balance, I guess. Yeah. To carry somebody's burden, you you want to, I don't necessarily want, like I had a friend one time and, and he just nonstop complained. Like, and we're talking years of it. Mm-hmm. There were times where I don't want to hear the same story all the time. I want you to fix it. Like, I actually want you to stop being a victim and start doing something about it because there are answers here. There are steps you could take. It's hard sometimes to hear, like, over and over and over again, you're hearing the same tale for year after year, hour after hour. Yeah, yeah. And not get a little bit, like, can we advance beyond the just vent? Because sometimes, like you said, you just need to vent about it. Right. It's not something that's lifelong. It's not something that's going on forever. There are other times where guys are fixers. And it is important mm-hmm. for us to realize, you know, like if your wife comes to you with a problem, what do you want my opinion? You want me to listen. Mm-hmm. It's a good question. If they want your opinion, well, then tell me I want your opinion and you give it. Or if you were griping, do you mm-hmm. want me just to hear you or do you want me, do you want my opinion? If yeah. you say, no, I just want you to hear me. Okay. Then that's, that's yeah. what I'll do because guys are such natural fixers. Mm-hmm. Like we want to fix things. Like we want to give solutions. Sometimes people just want to be heard. Mm-hmm. They just want to know somebody's listening mm-hmm. and somebody understands what they're going through, or at least is trying to understand what it is they're going through. Yeah, absolutely. No, in our uh, our high school mission trips, um, the whole the whole week is teaching them leadership qualities and principles. And uh, when we're on the work site, and we the the rule is for the adults, you can't just give them the answer because right. they're not going to learn from that. Right. So they come up, they got this problem. Our line that we have to say more or less is, what do you think you should do? Right. You don't think you can get the work done in time? Well, look around at your teammates who are all standing there with tools in their hands and you're overburdened because you're trying to do everything. What do you think you should do? Right. Let's look at the piece, you know, help them out. Show them the pieces that you have. How do these all fit together? So it's like, and actually, if you read through uh, Jesus's teachings and his conversations with people, he doesn't. I, I love this, but I also hate this. He doesn't really answer people directly with like a yes or no answer. He asks them a question, so they answer their own right. question. Oh, it's so frustrating, oh, but like so good. One of so my good. favorite is John the Baptist. When they were asking him, by what authority do you do these things? Well, let me ask you a question. Was John from heaven or not? Yeah, right. 
And they're like, well, if we answer this way, this, if we answer this way, this. Exactly. Like they said, well, we don't know. He goes, well, then I'm not going to tell you. Yeah. Yeah. You know seriously. So, so it's like, oh, man. I so love that one. That was one of my favorite ones. If, like, I, can, just, if I can ask the students a, a thought out kind of a question where they can answer it themselves, that way it's not me just telling them, giving them the answer because right. they're not going to learn or they're not like going to like that answer. Right. But you throw them a bone in such a way where they answer it themselves right and in turn figure it out themselves right. too it's pretty well, law, it's pretty awesome yeah and the law of christ as we you know conclude the show i mean the the law of christ is love and the loving thing to do is to open your eyes to what's going on around you and mm -hmm. i know it's easy to get man when you got a lot going on it's easy to kind of think about your bubble you know and because you you got enough to handle on your own oh yeah daily routine oh, yeah. so to be able to take some time in prayer or have a prayer list where you know there are certain people that you're praying for on a mm -hmm. regular basis that yeah. have needs, right? So, and then to contact some of those people from time to time, hey, how are you guys doing? What's going on? How's it going? I think is is huge because people, the last thing that I want to feel in this world is alone. Like exactly. I'm the only one right. walking this path. Mm -hmm. I'm the only one here. I'm the only one carrying this weight. no. There's other people, and, and not this is true. No matter if you've got whoever's running your junior church, your VBS, your other ministries, your grace teams, mm -hmm. you don't want any of these people feeling alone. Like yeah. there's no oh, one yeah. helping them. They feel totally on an island. Oh yeah, they feel totally unsupported. That's not what we want in church. Like you mm -hmm. want people to feel supported, to know people are checking in. Hey, we care about you. How's it going? What? How are, how are you thinking about things? What are you seeing? How can I help you? That kind of stuff. Yeah, where you absolutely. help to bear each other's absolutely. burden. So for me, a simple thing was just recruiting somebody for Ryan in junior church to help. So a family comes out, mm -hmm. I feel led to say something. I say something to him, hey, would you be willing to help? Well, we've actually been praying about that. What can we do to serve? So that was perfect. You know what I'm saying? Because mm -hmm. the Lord laid them on my heart. And now I'm talking yeah. to them. They feel like it's been laid on their heart. So that's good. But I'm also trying to help, you know, a friend to also is doing the same thing just to help out, right. just to give aid in this. So yeah. I think in a lot of ministries, that's what you want. You want us mm -hmm. to see other people joining in and Absolutely. helping so that, because you, you realize it takes more than just one person to accomplish. And I don't think that God has ever expected us to go it alone. Mm -hmm. Even when right. Jesus Christ right. went to the cross, they pressed Simon of Cyrene into service to carry that. Mm -hmm. So he didn't even actually carry his own cross all the way to Golgotha, right? So right. he... right. He had somebody had else somebody that came else. in and yeah. And like, I love people like, Oh, look at that. It's wonderful. He volunteered. I'm like, oh, he, he was told you're going to take that cross. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they put it on Simon. They just pitched him out there and put it on. Yeah. Him. Well, he yeah. did it, but it's still good that know that, you know, we need to help carry each other's burdens. And I think it would be worthy to pray about and just say, well, Absolutely. what can I do? You know, how can I be Absolutely. mindful of the things that people are going through? And I think you, at different phases of life, Eric, you have different opportunities. I mean, there've been times in life where I've had the time I've gone and helped friends paint their house, like inside. I've just gone to, mm -hmm. they're in the church, they're here. As we have more responsibilities teaching, more responsibilities doing other things. So sometimes I can't get as free to do those kind of things. So then it's gotta be other ways that I lend support to people as they're going through whatever whatever's happening at the time. So yeah, yeah I think it's super important that we support each other. We appreciate you tuning in and uh, listening to this podcast. I uh, hope that you guys all have a great and a blessed week.